we go. We are back outside the great, great, wonderful hall, which is uh, in the underground caverns near the majestic city of Roompa. Our unfaithful anti-heroes have just overheard the town meeting where the burp squad was brought in to dispense justice upon the uh, the horror known as Table Rock. And, uh, and our, our heroes have, have heard this message and withdrawn as the Bullywugs start to disperse. And uh, they are discussing their options. <sighs> Linda's in trouble, but... Uh, meh. Meh? That's all, that's all you got? Meh? I mean, I've, I've got to think about it a little bit. You know, like, I'm not really good at making decisions on the fly, as it were. <sighs> to pit two foes against each other. That's what a battle using your mind. Sorry, jumping in. Was that a bug pun? I think that because it felt like it could have been a bug pun. I think it, it was a bug was. pun. Oh, wow. This is a great episode. All right, sorry, go ahead. Love <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much. Don't mind me. I'll be here. I'll be over here. Fun. <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, it's just. We're not the brightest of people. I'm, I'm being very honest. Normally. I really like to sort of give myself the benefit of the doubt. Mm, yeah. But after earlier what, when we found falling that treasure for room? their sexy, the sexy treasure room, I don't have very much faith in the three of us to somehow coerce the, the, the froggy boys to not kill us. Yeah. Or Linda Miller, but I don't really care about her. Well. I mean, if we cannot convince them to help uh then she is our priority but then also if we reveal ourselves and we cannot convince them to help against the the bug menace Mm -hmm. alleged bug menace i mean we saw lots of bugs but we didn't see a big one uh uh, the final boss as it were we haven't seen the final boss uh, yet yeah yeah if we cannot convince them to do that then you know, they'll just probably try to eat us mm. like little bugs. I feel we should at least try and approach them and get a reward from defeating their trap. You go ahead. Yeah. We were promised a sexy reward. I'm kind of with, uh, I'm kind of with big guy in this one. I still feel like we're owed something. We climbed up the slime hill. We defeated the spike wall. We climbed into the pit of the mud and we defeated the monsters made of the mud. We deserve a sexy treasure reward you're right we do but i don't really know what they will have to offer us other than like you know a piece of wood with some chicken scratch on it and some hand-me-down clothes etc etc andy how many bullywugs are left in the auditorium right now or the the frogatorium the swampatorium yeah yeah (laughs) in the swampatron um they have been kind of uh, leaving in some groups. The pitchfork torch wielding militias have taken off. Others are starting to leave through passageways that you assume lead back to their to their living area. The the probably the the quote unquote city. Um, and there's probably there's still probably forty or fifty bullywugs and grung and uh, giant toads and frogs down in the in the amphitheater. Do I see Honorable Matthias Flytongue anywhere? 
Matthias Flytongue has, uh, yeah, he he has uh, he seems to have moved uh, back into the city. You actually uh, you actually catch catch sight of him sort of heading heading uh, along, kind of uh, ushering a group back towards uh, towards the dwelling areas. He's kind of got this all as well sort of um, you know uh, act that he's kind of doing, and then. Uh, Governor Phoebus Millionaire is still kind of shaking hands uh, and 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 patting frogs on the back that are sort of staying in the in the amphitheater. So so yeah, uh, so Phoebus Millionaire is hanging out in the amphitheater, and then uh, Matthias Flytongue is starting to kind of move with the other bullywugs into the dwelling area. All right, I think uh, if we're gonna talk to one of these guys, we got to do it now. Do we want to try and sneak off and get? Fly tongue or try to act natural and go shake hands with Phoebus Millionaire, the governor? I, I, I don't think we can pull that off. I think we could corner the one you call Fly Tongue. Fly tongue. Tall guy. Uh, I, w- I thought the tall guy was the. Uh, Phoebus Millionaire, uh, the governor, is the, uh, is the really tall, skinny mm. guy. Okay. And the uh, ma- uh, the honorable Matthias Flytongue has a formal red velvet suit and a cap like that. It, and his whole outfit would be very fancy if it wasn't eighty five degree hu- or eighty five percent humidity and mud and muck every day. I wonder how he got that name, Flytongue. I wonder if it's literal or if like he's really good with it. Perhaps his tongue has been possessed by the bug man. Good point. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna follow this guy, try to corner him, force him to talk to us. Sure, I feel like it's our best option without you know dying. All right, All right. Who's leading the party to to track this guy down? Not Marius? me. Not no. Amari. Not you. Not I. No. I don't. I don't think any of us are good at this. That's stealth. None of us are sneaky. It would it'll be it'll be a nature survival check to to track this guy. Um, well, I guess uh, I, I have a plus two. I have a minus one. <laughs> I have a plus two survival. All right, so so one one of you one of you roll with advantage because the other is helping. Oh fuck it, I'll go. You got it. I'll do, do it. it. Okay, Amari's leading and Severe, you're helping in your way. I got a nat twenty. Did you really? Oh yeah. I did. Oh my I got God. a seven and I got a kraken, which is a twenty on these ones. You guys creep across the back wall of the Great Great Wonderful Hall and there's these uh, you know rock formations that come up out of the muck and the mud and it's not that hard to kind of just keep generally a low profile. You think that some people might even actually see you but they don't seem to react. You're not being incredibly stealthy uh, is my impression but um, but you're not getting a reaction if anybody does see you and they, they seem to be pretty uh, engrossed in what they're doing down in the, in the Great Hall. You're able to, to move around the great, uh, great, wonderful hall and into the caverns beyond. And uh, you have a general sense of which way people are moving, and so you're able to go that way. The ceiling has come down. You're now talking about a 10-foot ceiling. You're talking about these, these caverns are almost like honeycombed. You know, there's just little, like, stalactites and stalagmites that come together and join into columns. And, uh, and you're kind of moving around these columns. There's not a lot of good clear lines of sight you can kind of see the 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 muck has been pushed away where a lot of the bullywugs went through and you're following these guys and as you move after them you start to see some um there's actually cave drawings 
on the wall. And this is sort of, uh, you're, what you're noticing is, is that you're along sort of a main passageway that seems to be leading from the Great Hall to the, uh, to the dwelling area. And on the passageway walls, there's like these uh, sort of colored chalk type drawings. And you clearly see what's a drawing of Linda Miller fighting with and eating Bullywug warriors. And then you move further down the passageway and you see drawings of Linda Miller fighting with and eating Bullywug families. And then you move uh, like another, you know, 30, 40, 50 feet and you see uh, drawings of Linda Miller eating what can only be a Bullywug hospital. <laughs> and like she's, she's bursting out of it. And then there is uh, her eating a Bullywug orphanage. <laughs> and then uh, you see what looks like an old, uh, a Bullywug old folk home. And Linda Miller is eating the people there as well. So it's like a, it's like a series of cave drawings of Linda. It's like a <laughs> Linda Miller low light reel uh, of, of her worst deeds. All, uh, all captured on the cave. And, and these are not new drawings. These drawings have been there for some time. She seems kind of like an asshole. <laughs> I agree. As you move into the sort of the residential caves, you start to see these different houses is a stretch. They're these really, they're, they're, they're based on houses. They're these strange wooden houses that are woven through this maze of tunnels. Uh, that that wraps around the great great wonderful hall and the buildings like they were built roughly in the shapes that you would see in human villages above ground but the wood is like rotten and warped from the steamy conditions and the muck that they're sitting in like no one would build a house in a foot of muck but but these guys did and the angles are all wrong it's like the builder of these houses was someone who hadn't actually seen a proper house but had only been told about them and that is the architect of, of these houses and uh, you see stuff where there's like windows that don't have any glass they don't even have an opening they're just like a window frame uh, on a wall like some sort of like painting you know like it's, it's hung there it's just there's just weird stuff with these houses and they just look like they could fall over any moment and you do see some of the houses seem to have already fallen over only to like come to rest against the stone wall and then just stay there at like a 45 degree angle propped against the wall uh, like those are the types of houses that you that you see as you move uh, after these bullywogs and uh, you start to see uh, groups kind of breaking off, and 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 you start to see some lights in some of the in some of the houses, and and you see uh, you do see bullywug faces kind of peeking from windows, and they're definitely on high alert. And uh, as you uh, catch sight of the red cloak of the honorable Matthias Flytong uh, moving around the corner and come after him, you come to a corner. Uh, in this cavern and look around and you see a, a fairly large opening uh, in the cavern. So we have a fairly large cavernous room and there is um, a low slung wooden structure 
that is about three times as big as one of the regular houses. It's one story. It is leaning against the cave wall. And there is a painting of a bullywug. It's almost like a comic bullywug in armor. And um, he's sitting on a lily pad. And across the top of the sign, it says, The Soggy Knight. And knight is spelled with a K. And from inside, you hear, And you're pretty certain that this is where Matthias Flytongue went. Is this a, is this a Bullywug club? Yeah. This nice. is the Bullywug City, their attempt at a tavern. May I share an excerpt from Amari's journal where she made a replica of one of the sketches she saw on the on the wall. Yeah, see it. I think it's really good. Please let me know. I've been trying to enter in the local um, art college for quite some time. But if you see here, this is Linda. This is when she was eating the orphanage and there are tadpoles in there because tadpoles are baby frogs. That makes and sense. And I see, I don't know anything about Bollywog um, anatomy breed, uh, breeding, but I assume they come in tadpole form because that just makes sense. Gross. And then there's the orphanage, and then there was the title that was written next to it, which was Table Rock Eating an Orphanage, which was spelled O R F N I G E. <laughs> I imagine I imagine the Bullywugs have like Linda Mil- or Table Rock nursery rhymes because you know all nursery rhymes are based off of hor- horrifying. <laughs> Catastrophic yeah. events. Like their uh, brothers Grimm yeah. is uh, is all about table rock. Everything and, is literally And they're all yeah, the moral of the story is always don't go. Don't leave the city. <laughs> I don't think we can sneak. I don't think we're gonna be able to corner this guy unless we just wait and wait and wait, like do a stakeout and follow him home. Maybe we just act like we belong here and roll up in there and you're, buy this guy. You're something. about their height, right? They aren't very no. tall. Oh, yeah. we're, are they? we're like the same height, right? Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. You're you're the same. You're the same height. Yeah. I was gonna say Phoebus is 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 particularly tall, but no, Matthias is is about the same height, and the general he's general bullywug height, which is generally around the same height as you are. Yeah. I'll just uh, I'll just put my hood up. They won't. What if you like roll around in the mud a little bit more? Yeah, I mean I haven't bathed in quite a while, but I mean. If you want me to look more mud, I was just dropped in a puddle of mud like an hour ago. But yeah, but that's all like dried over. Like re-moisten yourself. A mud bath. Yeah, I can do that. So I'll I'll roll around in the mud. Okay. I will also roll around in the mud just because it looks like fun. <laughs> just roll around out of solidarity. Scarf, scarf and sphere <laughs> both just rolling around in the mud. Out, outside of the soggy night. Amari is not. Amari, you should try this. I, I shall not do that. <laughs> I'm picturing Scarf doing like, looking like my actual dog rolling in mud. Just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the side to side. Um, but then, maybe, since, like, you can't really tell any details about you now that you've rolled around in the mud, you can like go in there and talk to him. Yeah, yeah. I'll put my, I'll put my hood up too. So that'll just it'll just be like, I'm dirty, I'm hooded. There's maybe I can get away with something. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. And bring me an ale. Bring me a wine if they have any. If they have anything besides mud to drink, I'll be very surprised. <laughs> I would also take a whiskey. <laughs> All right. So uh, so you approach the windowless tavern, 
that looks like it could fall over at any moment and is propped against the wall. The door to the tavern swings open easily and there is this loud frog chorus and you hear the playing of an out of tune piano and you step into the, uh, into the torchlight from the tavern and roll me a deception check to see how well your mud disguise works here. <laughs> all right, let's see. Deception's minus one, so uh, 15. 15. Oh, all right, good, yeah. So you actually step in and the frog course continues on and uh, the the piano uh, continues as well. And you uh, you look over and in the corner, there is a, um, a, a uh, what looks like a, if you're familiar with a poison dart frog, that you know the neon-colored frogs. This is a this is a grung, and so they're they're a bit smaller. They're uh, they are definitely gnome size, uh, you know, in, in their build. And uh, he's actually playing with a three out of his four feet. He's uh, he's actually playing the piano. He's quite good. This thing is wildly out of tune. However, um, it's like this is someone who's very talented, making the absolute best of a terrible situation you look around the um the tavern and you see um mostly uh there are groups of grungs uh, that are together they um they don't seem uh to be having a good time at all anxiety is is very uh is is very high here the piano is clearly an attempt by the soggy night to try to just chill things out and get people into uh into a better mood, a better place, but this is definitely, uh, the, the mood in here is is dark and tense. And the, the, uh, the frog chorus is not a happy frog chorus. It is definitely a, an anxious frog chorus as everyone sort of chirps and talks at each other. And uh, you see, um, you, it's, it's interesting, you see a, a pair of halflings off in the corner drinking together. And um, the rest of the, of the crowd sort of seems to be staying away from them. But um, but they are they are there. It's just a pair of halflings uh, that are uh, that are having a drink. There does seem to be actual ale kegs behind the behind the bar. Who knows what they are or how old they are? But they're there, and um, and you see uh, the thick uh, red velveted um, honorable Matthias Flytongue standing at the bar and waiting to be served. What seems to be the common drink in the bar here? It it, it looks like most of the uh, most of the bullywug are are not drinking. They they just seem to be hanging out. Uh, the halflings are the only uh, people you can actually see drinking and Matthias is uh, looks like he's uh, probably going to order the ale because that's the only thing that they seem to have so it's kind of interesting for a bar it definitely seems more like a meeting place than a, a tavern that we would find you know in a mate uh, <laughs> above ground for good reason yeah, I'm just gonna go straight up to Matthias Matthias at the bar I'm gonna go straight up to fly tongue and I'm going <laughs> to just put down I'll just like slap Sit one silver on the table. Yeah. Be like, eh, can I get you a drink, honorable? He he looks at you f- for a moment. And you can kind of see his eyes focus, and then you see him roll his eyes. Ah, uh, yes, you can get me a drink. But uh, uh okay, 
I, I thought you would be a little more grateful, but okay. <laughs> I'll yeah. Awesome. What you drinking? No, oh, just the only drink that's appropriate for me to drink. I will have the ale. And I think we both know why. Oh, totally know why. Most definitely. Yeah. Cause of tape table rock? No. Oh, right. You yeah. are here because of Governor Millionaire, are you not? Uh, of, of course. Right, that's what I thought. You, uh, do you know the, uh, those two? And he motions to the halflings. Ugh, those two. I that... assume that, I assumed you came here the same way that they did. Uh, what, what do you mean? That Governor Millionaire convinced you to come and help open the mines of the people of the majestic, and he really rolls his eyes, city of Roompa. Uh, all right, I, honestly, I have no idea what you're talking about. Are, are you, uh, are you an actual tourist who's come <laughs> to Roompa? And now he looks genuinely, uh, very, very interested. This dump? Did you actually come as a tourist to <laughs> Roomba? Did I come here on purpose? Yes, uh, that's what I am asking you. Did you come here on purpose oh, because man. you saw the brochures that our governor has been putting out into the countryside? <laughs> this is, uh, uh... Now I kind of feel like you should buy me a drink. Um, no, no, no. I, I'm here to talk business, actually. Um, uh, okay. Oh, there for a moment, I thought, this idiot plan will work. And I didn't. I thought the world was upside down. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if I'm being perfectly honest, your home is disgusting. Absolutely horrible. Exactly. And that's how we like it. And that is how it should be. Ugh. And at this point, um, the uh, the bartender, who is uh, this tall, lanky, uh, tree frog-looking bullywug, slides over, and he goes, "Yeah, you talking about getting the getting the swamp back?" And Matthias says, "Yes, that's what we want. Just muck and rock and mud. You have plenty of that. Trust me." Well. We had more of it before our leadership decided we need to become more, um, metropolitan. And he gestures to the tavern around him. So you don't, you don't like any of this stuff? An open city, he calls it. A hub of <laughs> commercement, he said. I... I I, I have signs in common, flowery wor- Have you noticed there are signs in common in a Bullywug city? Yeah, I did find that. I, I'm going to be honest. I thought it was kind of nice. I, it was very easy to get around your city. Um, I even noticed some artwork up. It was pretty, it was kind of nice. The bartender leans in and goes, Oh, tell him about the security plan. Oh, the security plan. Uh, can you believe 
our governor put a sign up that says sexy treasure. <laughs> and he thinks that greedy people will self-select to their doom. But if they if they survive, there's sexy treasure, right? Well, it's kind of paradoxical that way. There was not supposed to be any sexy treasure. Because they were supposed greedy people were supposed to go there and die. But what has happened is that enough greedy people have gone there and died that now there is in fact sexy treasure hidden in the mud from the dead people that are there. God damn it! And a spear just like <laughs> on the table. What? 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 What, what was? What was that about? Absolutely nothing. I would like two ales, please. Oh, oh. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the green tree frog uh, pulls, uh, pulls two ales and, um, and gives them to you and takes your uh, one silver piece. All right, I'm going to take the two ales and I'm going to walk out the door. <laughs> then Matthias goes, enjoy the city. Thank you. Your signs are very nice. I'm going to go hand, I'm just going to walk back out. I'm going to hand the... Ale to uh, Scarf. Guys, the sexy treasure's in the room. We have to go back right now. They didn't have any wine. Sorry. I knew it. There's been treasure in the room this whole time. Yep. You should have just kept that spell on Scarf and made him dig up the whole room. I have several explicatives that I would like to say, but I'm not going to. Let's go back immediately. Yeah. We have to leave right now. I, for one, am pissed. All right, well, let's at least finish our beers first. <laughs> oh, Scarf, yeah, I was going to say, Scarf already finished his ale. Yeah, they're, they're fairly small. <laughs> they're fairly, they're like six ounce beers. Sphere's milking it. It's like perfect size for him. Yeah, exactly right. He's like, it feels like home. All right, well, let me, uh, I'm sure they want these back. Let me take these back in. I'll take the cups when we go back inside. <laughs> Is uh, Matthias still there at the bar? Yeah, he's still standing. He's just standing there, uh, and his beer is untouched in front of him. Oh, hey, you're still here. Good. Uh, yes, I'm, I am I am required to be here because, according to Governor Millionaire, important people hang out at the tavern. And so here I am. You might also notice that they drink beer at the tavern, which is why I have this. <laughs> yeah, I just... It wasn't. It wasn't that bad, actually. I had one. It was pretty good. I wouldn't. Know. I mean, are you gonna? You gonna? So you're gonna drink that? No, I'm just required by the governor to be here with an ale that I don't want, <laughs> so that I'd appear to be uh, normal, <laughs> as he says. Right. We have. We, you see the 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 halflings, they're paid to be here so that it's not all bullywugs. Wait, are there? Okay, so hold on. Are there paid tourists? These are the. These are the only ones. These are the only people I've seen in this whole city that aren't bullywugs. Are they the only two in this whole? Exactly. Yes, and they've been half captured, half hired to be here. So that the governor can say, look, surface dwellers want to come, and they don't. They really don't? And we don't want them. 
I mean, I don't think anyone knows about this place. Yes. Can I talk to you about, uh... Revolt? Revolution? Overthrowing the governor? <laughs> yes, please. That was easy. Uh, <laughs> nope. Wasn't gonna bring up any of that, actually. Nah, for, forget, forget I said that. <laughs> you don't seem good at this whole politics thing. Uh, you're, you're out in the public talking about espionage. I, uh, I just want to go back to eating insects and being naked in the mud. Is that so wrong? Not at all. I never asked for this job. I didn't want it. <laughs> what if I told you there's a possibility to fight lots of bugs? And, I mean, clothing optional, I guess. Lots of bugs. Lots of them. Clothing optional. Hmm. You have my attention. I mean, how, I'm, uh, how open is it okay to talk about uh, Table Rock? The whole end just goes silent. <laughs> and everyone's looking at you. And, uh, Matthias says, um, uh, shall we, shall we step outside? Yeah, no problem. Uh, let me finish my beer first. I'm gonna grab his beer and <laughs> chug it. <laughs> Excellent. Scoff, I think he's bringing him out here for us to attack. Okay, I will ready my weapon. Okay. I will ready my weapons as well. I have no other reason to believe why he would bring him out here. <laughs> All right. Hey, Matthias, don't worry. I got a couple buddies outside. They're super chill. They wouldn't do... I mean, if as long as you're with me, they're not going to do anything to you. So just know that, I, you know, this, is, this won't be a private meeting, but you're going to be... You're in a safe place. <laughs> yeah. You're in a safe place. Excellent. I... I trust you. I trust you implicitly. <laughs> good, good. You should. I'm very trustworthy. I'm a very trustworthy now. I agree. Let us go talk about you know who, <laughs> and then maybe we can discuss you know what. You're still talking about Table Rock, right? The first part I was talking about that, and then the second part I was talking about the revolution and overthrowing our leader. Right. <laughs> Is everyone still looking at us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Like everyone, everyone's still looking at us. Just wave to the room. All right. He's going to wave as well. We are doing politics. Politics, everyone. <laughs> and the rest of them kind of go. Uh... Secret meeting happening. Zebra heap meeting. Go about your business. And we'll go outside to my party members. Right. So uh, so you, you lead the way. And, uh, and he just kind of uh, trudges along with his tiny legs through the muck right behind you. And you head out the only door to the tavern uh, into the darkness. Yes. Uh, do I see? Are, are, do, you guys are just out in the open with your weapons drawn? <laughs> I, I, I'm going to try as soon as you walk out to just grab him, like bear hug. Like pounce him? Yeah, or just like pick him up. Ro All right, roll me, uh, roll me an attack roll to see if you can uh, rush up and you get surprise on him. So see if you can rush up and grab him. All right. Ooh, I just got a natural 20. Did you really? I really did, I swear. You definitely grabbed him. I want to run up and just grab, like, kind of just take my hands on either side of him and just, like, pick him up like a like a toddler. Okay, okay, yeah. So you just sort of both, uh, sort of, you grab him kind of by the biceps, uh, like the, by the yeah. upper arms, below the shoulders, and just pick him straight up. And he says, mm -hmm. oh, is this a, is this a surface dweller greeting? Severe, I've captured him. What should we do with the enemy? Uh, put him down. He might get away then. How can we fight him? Uh, no, we're 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 just talking. He w he came out with me willingly. We're 
We're having a conversation. We're planning to overthrow the government. That was far too easy. He's really bad at politics. All right, I'm going to gently put him down. I am not much of a strategist, mostly a regular bullywug with an intelligence of seven. Right. So, Table Rock. She is a part of a bigger problem. She is one of many bug creatures. But, uh, we're going to... When you said we would fight bugs, (laughs) were you talking about many table rocks? No. No. No, 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 no. Okay, because we were not on the same page, if that's what. No. These bugs even Table Rock is afraid of. This is getting worse and... But... But... uh, Hear us out. It's like they are normal bugs. Slightly bigger, but many in number. One took me down in one blow. They are quite large and fascinating. What this is, again... Really, she just fears their leader, I think. He's just hes just looking at you silently. Um, if, uh, if bullywugs were to get naked and fight and eat bugs, they would remember how good that felt, and then they wouldn't want an open city no more. I mean, I... That feels right to me that uh, if they were shown the old ways, they would go back uh, to that? The adrenaline of a good fight could really clear the mind. So are you saying you are like the only one with this mentality and everyone else is sort of like, they don't care? Um, no. I, um... I think that uh, most everyone thinks our leader is insane. So, this could be a good opportunity for you to show them something else. If they see you leading the charge against the bugs, when it's all said and done, they're going to look to you. His eyes uh, just sort of drift up towards the ceiling, and you can just see that he's thinking deeply. If you wear, well, if you don't wear the red suit, you'll stand out among the crowd because everyone else is wearing clothes. I... However crude they may be. I... I may not be good at politics, but I have an idea. If you will kill Governor Phoebe's millionaire... Then I will lead the bullywogs against your insects as their new king. Okay. Deal. Well. What? Well, it's too late uh, now. Well, I mean, uh, we have to. Uh, sorry, all three of us have to say deal. So uh, that's a that's gonna be a, a yes from me, dog. It is the rule. Well, I I just have a few questions. Okay. Uh, if we kill him, are you going to blame us for the killing, or are you going to, like, defend us for the killing? I am going to take credit for the killing as the new ruler of the Bullywoods. 
That sounds wonderful. Um, I'm... Yes, deal. I would like access to all the treasure that has been left in the sexy treasure reward room. You can absolutely have everything in the sexy treasure reward room. And half of the majestic city of Roompa's royal vault. Half, you say? Half. I will take the other half to rebuild by tearing down the city of Roompa. Sounds good to me. How much is in the Roompa vault? I have no idea. It's probably like four <laughs> gold. Excuse you, sir. <laughs> we bully are proud people who admittedly have little use of money. Do you have access to your armory? Oh, yeah. We, um... We don't have uh, an armory. That's, uh... It's... Hmm. Look look at our tavern. Our armory is to armories as this building is to taverns. Then will you take me to your weapon pile? Okay. I will take you to our pile of weapons in the mud. Turns out that is the sexy treasure room. (laughs) (laughs) Again, it's the sexy treasure room. (laughs) It's where all of the weapons that we have are from people who were duped into the sexy treasure room and killed. I understand. It's like a bullywug rite of passage to get into the military. You have to go in the sexy treasure room and find your own weapon. Get your weapon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to watch a bunch of young trainee bully because like jump in and avoid the elementals. Whoop, whoop, oh whoop, yeah. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> the slow ones are frozen in the mud. Uh, yeah. In their mud uh, chocolate covering. They just look like the candy from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> the chocolate covered frogs. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. All right. Then I will say deal. Deal across the board. Excellent. Where can we find uh, where can we find the governor? Are we getting straight to the killing? Ah, uh, why not? Let's get out of here. We gotta go find Linda. All right, the governor. He's hiding in the most secure building in all of Roompa. Across town, we see uh, Governor Phoebus Millionaire. The uh, the tall bullywug leader in what could only be described as a um, as a dilapidated chapel, and he is speaking with a pair of bullywugs in long flowing robes that are white to about the waist, and then they are all brown below that. And he is saying, "Yes, you need to make sure." that the church is secure. This is where the leadership will be uh, hiding out until the Table Rock threat is over. This is the place. Have you heard of a last survivor scenario? And the, the priests are shaking their head and he says, yes, that is what will happen here. I will be staying for a while. Now, help me board up the windows. And we go back to our anti-heroes. He's hiding 
in the temple of fun. I'm sorry, you uh, you just burped in my face. The temple of fun. Can you spell that for me? We we're not known for our spelling, but it's uh three A's, I believe. Is it fun? Fun. Temple of fun. The temple of fun. 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 Yes, that's it. And you guys, as you're as you're saying, and then you're walking, you're walking through the caverns. You come to the edge of this tunnel that you're walking along, and so you're walking along this tunnel that um, that he is leading you through, and you open out into a cavern that is at least as big as the Great Great Wonderful Hall. And uh, Matthias stops and says, I will leave you here. Follow this path, and you will find the Temple of Fod. Wise. Er. I, can, can I finish? I'm sorry, I'm really <laughs> proud of myself on that one. <laughs> can, can I finish? Governor Millionaire will be hiding in the Temple of Fod. Until Table Rock passes mm. on. How uh, how efficient do you think that uh, that team he sent out is? They're the only reason that he is still the leader. Mm. Like the his, like his secret police. Yes, exactly. Well, I'm glad they're not here right now. They were very intimidating. Well, like I said, they have held the entire city in check, even as every man, woman, and tadpole wish to overthrow our government. All right. Let's go. Yes. Right. And they are out of the city hunting down Table Rock at the moment. They are hunting down Table Rock wherever she may be. Can you point us towards Fud? Yes. And he points down uh, a pathway and says... Follow this trail. Uh, you look out where he's pointing, and the muck that you've been standing in gives way to a mossy floor that looks like green velvet. And there are fireflies that just light this underground forest like strings of lights in an outdoor cafe. And there's toadstools from uh, as tall as your knee up to the size of apple trees and once you move kind of away from the opening you you're not going to be able to see the back of the of this cavern or or the roof the these uh these toadstools are just too they're they're too big and they're uh they vary in colors some of them are purple and some of them are red and some of them are pale and some of them have spots and some of them have splotches and there's a worn a worn footpath that winds its way into the forest and it travels beside this stream that's running away from where you guys are. This is nice. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, who's, who's leading the charge? Well, actually, you know, I can, well, we should, let's come up with a game plan before we start heading that way. Is, uh, is Flytongue still with us? He's still standing there. He doesn't seem to want to come out of the tunnel. Into the open space. Flytuck. Yes. Tell us about the temple. What type of defenses shall we be expecting? 
It is a stone temple. It is a... Uh, the governor actually had us carve and craft stone. Many bullywugs lost fingers and toes in the construction of this temple. So this is uh, we can't just walk up and just push this thing over. Right. Yes. Yes. It is most formidable. There is a tower that provides a view of the surrounding area. Like on on top of the on top of the chapel or on top of the building? Yes, on top yes. On top of the temple, there is a tower. Can you get inside the building from the top of that tower? Yes. If you could get onto the top of the mm. tower, you could come down the stairs into the building. I have an idea. That was what I was thinking as well, actually. Great minds think alike. Severe, I could throw you. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, how, I mean, how, uh, how, how good your strength in your old age you still, uh, still doing push-ups in the morning? I, I've been working out every day. You look very strong for an elderly being. Thank you. I'm 30 years old. He's not. All right. I have to get back to work. Uh, this has been fun. Wait, you don't want to stick around and talk some more? We're having a great time. It's good. I, I don't want to be, uh, seen... With you killing the governor. If this fails, I want to deny it all. Hey, you're getting better at politics already. <laughs> I'm learning. Are you guys ready to go to FOD? I am ready to go to FOD. Let us go to FOD. <laughs> you guys head off down the path into the underground forest. This is the stunning forest, as it was written on the sign. And you wind along this mossy path uh, underneath the mushroom caps and the flickering lights of the fireflies that just make this one of the most beautiful places you've ever seen in your whole life. And um, as you wind down the trail in the distance. Uh, go ahead and roll me perception checks. Total 17. Mm. Nine. You're not gonna believe this. I rolled another nat 20. Do you really? I swear. Right, cool. You're right, I don't believe it. Scarf killing it this episode. I know. Scarf's, yeah. So Amari and Scarf, uh, especially Scarf, is something about the frequency of the chirps just uh, register in your shifter ears very well, but you hear a, um, you hear a single frantic frog song. It's like, uh, it's like a like an it's like a whistle from a really angry sports coach, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, like that. So like the coach's whistle, and then it cries out in the forest, and then it is suddenly silent. I've heard something suspicious in this direction. You wind on through the forest um, for for probably uh, a, another you know three four hundred yards and you come to a clearing in the center of the fungal forest. As you move towards this clearing, there is a stone temple 
that is a single story a stone structure and there is a tower that is attached to the back of this single story temple the tower is clearly unstable it's not close to being straight whoever stacked this rock this block had clearly never done it before and did not know what they were doing. There are logs and boards that are bracing the tower against the ground and the nearby mushroom caps to help slow its uh, steady fall. This is the most wonky tower that you've ever seen. There are windows, but they're not glass. They're stone and they have been painted as if they were windows. And uh, there is a bloody white cloth laying on the mossy ground and uh, the front door seems to have been torn off its hinges. Scarf, you sense motion out in the mushroom forest and you, you feel like there are there's movement around this clearing in more than one place. We're definitely not alone. I would draw your weapons to be ready. And as I say that, I'm going to go ahead and draw my sword. Amari will ready her weapons as well. Sphere's going to put his fist up in front of his face and go... <laughs> like a badass. <laughs> Shall we make our way inside? Or should we try and see what's out here first? I think we should make our way inside. Investigate. Lead the way, Scarf. I will lead the way. Right, just as you start to head to the door, you see someone emerge from the forest towards the back of the temple. Uh, it's a bullywog, and you are immediately struck by his jaunty tricorn hat as he sprints across the open space and then presses himself against the wall, um, slipping around the corner to uh, the opposite side of the church room that you cannot see. The Lord Mouth. Looks like we're going to have to go up against the, uh, the super squad here. Maybe. But why are they here? Shouldn't they be looking for Linda Miller? Maybe Linda Miller is close. Maybe Linda did this. Or maybe she did. All right, so let's just be expecting company when we go inside. But I agree. Let's take take a little peek. Take a little take a little peek. I agree. All right, Amari darts across the opening and puts her back against the wall next to the door. <laughs> and then uh, you can get. Go ahead and give me um, an investigation check, Amari. <laughs> I got a total ten. Ah, so you put your back against the wall. Before you look in, you glance down. You do see this uh, uh, blood-spattered white, um, it looks like a ceremonial shawl. You do the quick peek into the room, and it's hard to tell how much is just piles of crap that are always here versus uh, was there a struggle. You know what I mean? So there are, like, wooden benches, and some they're not, but they're not in any sort of arrangement like you would expect to see in an organized church. They're kind of off just uh, in a hodgepodge. Some of them are, are, are toppled over. Uh, there is sort of an altar up at the front, 
it is uh, it is lopsided altar one side is clearly higher than the other there is a uh, bullywug laying across it face down bullywug arms hanging uh, on your side and the legs are hanging on the other side and that is what you see when you peek into the temple of Fod. Um, as I'm sort of peeking my head in there, I'm going to say, is there anybody living in here? <laughs> <laughs> you do hear some, um, it sounds like, like, like whimpering. There's some like light chirping and some, and some, uh, sort of, you hear some motion sort of from the back of the church. It sounds like it's up the stairwell. And behind you, you hear a... Oh, no. I feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You turn around and it's me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play silly tricks on me. Oh, sorry. You... I get nervous. It's a tick. Uh... <laughs> when you turn around and look back towards the forest, you see um, a reflection... Uh, from the top of one of the mushroom caps. And so there's like this kind of flickering of light that um, kind of almost sort of blinds you for a moment. And when you look closer, you realize that you're seeing the glass lens of Peeper's huge crossbow. And he's uh, leaned out beside it and he's motioning with his finger for you to... Mo- mo- you get this sort of move aside, move away kind of, kind of, uh, kind of vibe. I'm I'm gonna like nod my head like, mm-hmm, but then also I'm gonna say, Linda Miller, are you in here? And then you you hear um, in your mind, Table Rock is on the eastern <laughs> eastern edge of the Linville Court. Linda Miller, if you are in here, you should get out. I am getting out of the way of this gentleman here. Um, because there is a big scary monster in here that he is going to, to, to shoot. So, so Linda Miller, if you are in here, please evacuate post-haste. And then I'm gonna, like, get out of his way, because I do not want him to shoot me. The peak makes for quite a hike from a nearby parking area. It's very popular for rock climbing. I I will rock climb with you if you just leave that place. You get a... And then a couple more quick gestures to move away. Uh, And then he puts uh, Silent the Peeper, or Peeper the Silent, puts his hand back onto his long crossbow. I'm gonna... (laughs) You guys, did you see that? I saw you waving at stuff. So look, look there, that man. Is he like a? Is he above us? Yeah, he's he's on the top of the mushroom cap that we're right next to. You're yeah. Well, he's uh, he's a couple mushroom caps over. He's probably five or six mushroom caps over. He's got a clear line of sight on the door, and so he's uh, he is set up so that he could try to get an angle into the door. So he's not straight on it, but he's set up a little bit onto the side with the hinges so that he can kind of look a little bit into the door. Um, but he definitely set it up so that he could have a clear shot of anything that came into or out of that door. What's he doing? What's he doing there? Because Linda Miller is in there. Oh. Linda Miller. Oh, so let's fuck this guy up. No, but 
I told her to leave, and I think she understood me because she started talking about the bit about rock climbing, which I think means yes, I think. At this point, you see a bullgrog wart pincher, the beach ball, coming around the corner. And again, his back is to the wall, and he does that like, um, you know, back against the wall, stepping sideways. Cat burglar. Yeah. And then he kind of just peels himself around the corner, and then he um, sort of sidesteps back against the wall over to the door and you see Lord Mouth comes back from sort of the side where you originally saw him and he kind of slips up the side the same way and now you've got Bullgrog on one side of the door with his back to the wall and you have Lord Mouth on the other side of the door and Lord Mouth has his um, rapier in his hand and a Bullgrog is just cracking his knuckles, and you get you get the impression that they're about to breach. Scuff. Yes. Scuff. Can you somehow communicate with Linda Miller? Let me try my mental connection, and I'm gonna sit down, uh, crisscross applesauce, <laughs> and close my eyes, and I'm gonna go, Linda Miller. Okay. Roll. It is unsafe for you here. Just because you were so affected by Linda that you had temporary madness, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to let you roll. This is going to be great. I'm going to let you roll an intelligence check. And oh, see, minus one. Yeah, and see, and see how it goes. It's going to be a four. <laughs> yeah. There's that four. The four came back. You, you sit down and just talk to yourself. Linda Miller. You get absolutely... No response at all. I've warned her with my mind. Okay, new plan. Severe, what, what's your plan? I, I want to go fuck up this dude on top of this mushroom cap. How hard is... How, Andy, how is it... So, how is it... How... Okay, so the, they're big mushrooms, right? He's on top of a big mushroom? So, so the, the edge of the cap is probably about eight feet, right? Eight to nine feet. Uh, off the ground and then it's a cap so it slopes up so he's probably 12 feet up um you know are the stalks like regular mushroom texture or are they like yeah. creature- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so let's knock that dude off that mushroom. mushroom let's just knock it over we need to stop thinking so alike it's freaking me out um i will help him do this if you guys are gonna start moving and doing things i'm gonna have you go ahead and roll initiative Sphere got a five. Okay. Amari got a 17. Okay. Scarf got a dirty 19. All right. All right, cool. So, Scarf, it's your move. Okay. Wait, did you get out that you were telling me to cut down the tree or the mushroom? That was our plan. Then I'm going to go ahead and try and cut down the mushroom. I'm going to head towards the mushroom and make a swing. All right, sweet. Uh, so, uh, roll me an attack roll on the, uh, on the base of the tree and then roll me some damage. Uh, I got a ten. Uh, so uh, you you do hit, yeah. It has a very low armor class, uh, but yeah, roll me some damage. All right, uh, eight damage. All right, so you stuck into it, and uh, and and it it jiggles. You take you take a chunk out of the uh, out of the mushroom cap, or out of the out of the mushroom stalk. Um, 
I think that's my turn. You hear up above you, you hear, and you see uh, Lord Mouth and um, and Bullgrog Warp Pincher both glance up, and then they both glance down directly at you guys. <laughs> and so their backs are against the wall, and they're flanking the door. And, uh, and Lord Mouth gives you this, get the fuck out of here, sign. <laughs> He's like, he, he, he uh... He's he's sort of motioning with his hand, like you can just see. He's sort of incredulous. I don't know who you are. Get out. Go. Go away. Like we're do, we're doing stuff. And like that's that's the look on his face. And uh, Bullgrog Warp Pincher just raises one finger and and shows it to you. <laughs> and, and, I think I do it right back to him. And they, and they seem they sit like they seem they seem annoyed. Like they, that's like they're not angry. They're not any. They're just slightly annoyed. Um, you're pretty sure that uh, you, there's a slight vibration on the mushroom, and then a slight vibration on the mushroom next to it. Maybe the guy jumped off this one and went to the other one. Mm, you're smarter than me. I'm just guessing. I don't know. Only way to know is to knock this one over. <laughs> hey, oh, oh! I got it. I'm gonna look back. I'm gonna look back at uh. Bolt, was it Balgrog at the thing? Balgrog, yeah. Did he? I'm like, I'm like just, did he? Did he? Balgrog, Balgrog's not super smart, so he looks at you, and then he glances up and off to the side, and then back down to look at you. And then he, and then he goes, oh. no. Yeah, he shakes his hand. Oh, okay. Hey, I think, yeah, I think, you, I think you're right. I think you went over the other one. At this point, um, there's movement in the tower at the back and the top of the tower is open it's like a bell tower but there's no bell in it there is a bullywug figure uh a very tall very thin bullywug figure in the tower at the back of the church and then in bullywug you hear this uh uh and with that uh, the the burp squad starts to move and that's when um that's when bullgrog wart pincher rolls into the doorway with lord mouth behind him and further down the edge of the clearing uh the uh the toga wearing uh tree frog looking uh high priest grognoggin uh, appears from the edge of the mushroom trees and sprints across the clearing to follow the other uh, two into the church. Hey, Scaff. Yes. Let's go with plan A. Can you throw me up at that guy? At the I tower? Agree. No, and on top of the mushroom. It's only like 12 feet up there. I'm very small. Can he throw me at the dude and then when I, as I'm like flying towards him, I just like wail on him? Yeah, sure. Uh, I will. I will let that go. If he completes the skill check uh, okay. of a thirteen uh, athletics check, and then you have to roll an attack roll, and awesome. uh, and that will be how this goes. So I have a plus five on athletics and advantage. Oof! I rolled a nine. Yep, so you get to roll again. I am not making this up. I swear to. I just rolled another nat 20. Did you really? I swear. Okay. I, nice. <laughs> I thought you were about to say you rolled another nine. I did too, yeah. <laughs> I was already picking up my dice uh, on this side. You chuck him up 
with amazing, amazing grace. Amazing grace. And precision. Sphere comes flying up onto the top of the mushroom cap where Peeper the Silent is laying prone with his crossbow in front of him. And so, yeah, you can have advantage on your attack roll. Okay, uh, the first the first attack is gonna be like a big elbow from the top rope. <laughs> yeah. From the top rope. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a uh, 22. That definitely hits. Boom. All right, and then I'm gonna go ahead and use my second key point and do a little flurry of blows. Okay. How much damage did you get on your elbow? I didn't roll damage yet. Uh, eight. Okay. Fifteen. Yeah, that hits. All right, and oh yeah, uh, twenty-four. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Roll me damage on this. Thirteen damage. So that's gonna be, I guess, thirteen in addition to the eight. Yes. All right, cool. Tell me about how you beat uh, Peeper the Silent into unconsciousness. I uh, I go through the flying elbow from the top rope. I get him down on the ground and I just put him like in an arm bar. He taps out. But this is but there's no tapping out in real life, so I just keep going and shh, shh, shh. <laughs> and, he, and he goes, his body goes limp. <clears throat> and, and at no point does he scream or cry out or anything because he's Peeper the Silent. All right, so Scarf, it's your turn. Who's the closest of the squad to me? The High Priest was the last one to head through the door. All right, then I'm gonna head to the door and see if I can make like a running attack on this High Priest. You sprint the uh, 12 to 15 feet across the opening and then through the door. And as you enter into the uh, temple, uh, it is very dark because the windows are not real and uh, the light of the fireflies is not um, is not is not carrying into this building. Any light that was in here has been put out. There's uh, kind of a mess on the floor, but you do see uh, the white cloth of High Priest Grognoggin uh, up ahead, and you close the distance as he's uh, slowed down in a supporting role, and Mouth and um, Bullgrog are both kind of moving in on the stairwell up to the tower. And so he is back as to you, and, um, and, but, and he turns around as you enter the building at a run and faces you. For Linda Miller, uh, I got a 15. That will hit. It will kill. Uh, 13 damage. 13 damage. You're killing it. Good gosh. Yeah, so tell me about uh, about the end of High Priest Grognoggin. Oh, man. I think I just run in and just, as he turns to look, you just kind of, like, impale him on, into the wall. Turn and then do, like, the slow pull out as he just falls, slumps down. Oh, wow. Um, you hear a yell as Lord Mouth says, No! and charges towards you um, with his rapier in his hand and he is going to slash at you uh, and and miss and then uh, he's, go he's gonna hit for 21 to AC. You are going to take six points of damage from his uh, rapier. It's gonna take more than that to fell me. And then uh, Amari, it's your turn. Um. 
Is there still movement up in the tower? Yes. That's what I was wondering. Um, it, uh, yes, you can see Governor Millionaire is frantically... It seems like he's trying to barricade himself in the tower. Mm. How, how far away would you say he is? From me. From where you are? Mm-hmm. So he's up in a tower and you're standing down on the ground. So if he was standing on the ground, he'd be 35 feet away. But he's not. He's about two stories up in the air. So now you're looking at the hypotenuse of the triangle. And so I would say probably about 50 feet. It's crudely built, right? The tower? Yeah. Huff and puff. Could I climb it? Blow that yeah. bullywug down. Could I climb it for my movement or would that take up my action? That would take up your action, yeah. You could just about get to the base of it in one movement um, and, and have an action, or you could use your dash, and you'd be able to climb up to the top of it. I'm going to do the dash. I'm going to scurry up it and get in the tower. Roll me an athletics check or an acrobatics check, whichever one you like, to make sure that you can climb up this tower. Nat 20. Oh, wow. You scurry right up this thing and um, and gracefully hop over the ledge into where the bell tower or where the bell used to be. And as you do, you almost land right on top of Governor Millionaire who looks up and goes, Who? 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 Who are you? I'm your savior. Oh, thank God. She's... Table Rock is here! And you hear uh, scratches and clawing at the um, underside of the door. It's, it's like one of those... Um, it's, it's like a hatch, and he's sitting on top of the hatch, and he's uh, just pulled some, like, wood and debris and uh, and things from around the top of the, everything he could find in that small area and kind of try to put it on top, and he's sitting on top, and, and even with him sitting on it, the 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 hatch is kind of going ka-thunk, ka-thunk, uh, ka-thunk, and, um, and at one point he goes ka-thunk, and you see a little insectoid finger almost like try to get up underneath the uh the hatch and 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 stop it from going back down but but he's uh he's jumping on it and so uh the fingers kind of get pinched and then they kind of disappear back under the hatch and it and it closes again oh thank god i'll i'll give you anything anything your life that doesn't sound that doesn't sound like like saving at all whatever So that's your that's your action. You are now up there with Governor Millionaire, um, and uh, Bullgrog Warp Pincher is going to move forward and uh, engage with uh, Scarf as well. Uh, seeing his his friend impaled, as Scarf charges into the um, into the into the room. A bullgrog moves forward, and uh, you notice he doesn't have an actual weapon. He's just got his little Tyrannosaurus hands, and he runs, and all of a sudden, he springs at you, Scarf, Uh, and his, his mouth just opens impossibly wide, and uh, he's going to bite for 17 to AC. That's my AC. All right. Uh, so he is going to bite for that. And you are going to take... Oh, great Google movie. You're going to take 12 points of piercing damage. 12, you say? 
Yes. Okay. Then I go down. So yeah. Uh, so he he just chomps you, and um, and because you go down, he is able to use his tiny hands, and you go head over feet into this no, beach ball he's mountain. Yoshiing me. And yes, he totally Yoshi's wow. you. And Scarf is swallowed by Bullgrog Wart Pincher and in uh, into the blackness of Bullgrog's uh, enormous belly you go. I'm not like dead forever, am I? We shall see. <laughs> um, High Priest Grognoggin is no more. Sphere, it's your turn. You were you were looking through the door as you saw Scarf uh, kill the High Priest, get stabbed by uh, Lord Mouth, and then get bitten and swallowed by um, by Bullgrog Warpincher. This seems about right. This seems like <laughs> seems like everything's going just about as it should. Okay, I saw him get swallowed. Uh, so I'm on top of this mushroom. What what type of crossbow did peepers have? It's uh it's actually a light crossbow, okay. but the scope on it gives it longer range, so it has all of the um all of the hit power of a light crossbow, but twice the range. That's my crossbow now. <laughs> so you take this big you take this scoped crossbow, yeah. Alright. Forget that old one. That one sucks. This, yeah, you take peeper the crossbow of Peeper the Silent is now the crossbow of sphere. Awesome. I'm going to take that crossbow and I'm going to aim it at Bullgrog. Okay. And uh, <laughs> Don't right as stomach. I'm about to right I'm aiming for uh, aiming for his head and I go and try to get his get his attention at Bullgrog? <laughs> yeah, does he look at me? Uh yeah. Good. I go like this and then I fire the crossbow. <laughs> you flip him the bird and then fire the crossbow. All right, cool. Awesome. 18? 18 definitely hits. Yeah, it's a 1d8 plus 2 damage. Uh, 7 damage. So it, uh, you you just thunk it right into uh, right into his shoulder, not hitting him in the abdomen. <laughs> you give him the bird. And then, and then uh, yeah, he immediately uh, looks, looks worse for wear because of that. All right, Lord Mouth is going to move across the church and uh, slam the door shut again to close off uh, Sphere's angle looking into the um, to the church and that's the last that you guys can see of what's going on inside. Amari, it's your turn. I am going to reach out and cup his little froggy face. Yeah? Bring him forward, give him a kiss on the forehead and cast inflict wounds on him. <laughs> <laughs> I love Amari. This is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's going to be like a 24 to hit. Yeah, that's definitely going to hit the unarmed uh, Bullywog governor. 22 damage. <laughs> Tell me about this is massive, ma just know this is massive, massive overkill. And tell me about what happens when you kiss him and cast Inflict Wound. I literally mummify him. So, as frogs tend to be quite slimy, it's the sheen that leaves first. 
And then it's the eyes. You really see it in the eyes uh, as they start to flatten. He's trying to scream, but he can't because he just can't. And um, his eyes begin to sort of deflate and sink into his skull. And as, as that happens, his skin begins to tighten. You can see his teeth become very visible. I'm assuming they have teeth. Just, just ignore me. Uh, <laughs> his skin starts to get really taut against his teeth, his little weird froggy bones, until he becomes a little shell and that stupid little bathrobe just slips off of him because it doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> and then I'm going to say, good boy, and then I'm going to throw him off the tower and I'm going to open the hatch. <laughs> Sweet. You throw him off the tower, and you open the hatch, and you're looking down at Linda Miller, who's looking up at you, and uh, as you open, she, uh, it, you almost see, like, bloodlust in her eyes, like she's about to spring, and then when she looks up and sees you and does not see a bullywug, she just pauses, and in your mind, you hear... The snack bar closes at six. <laughs> the snack bar closed early because someone had to go home. <laughs> all right. With uh, so you're looking down at Linda Miller, and all of a sudden, uh, Linda Miller just disappears down the stairway as uh, as the powerful hands of Bullgrog Wart Pincher grab her and yank her down into the uh into the chapel and so bullgrog is going to yank her down and toss her kind of out onto the floor yep and linda is going to take a little bit of damage from getting yanked and tossed out into the floor in front of lord mouth and that is going to be bullgrog's turn sphere is your turn you're on top of the mushroom and the door your line of sight has been closed off hey, real quick should i roll a death saving roll Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I did skip you. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll a death saving roll. Okay. It's a six. All right. That's, you, you have failed the first death save. Um, you should have skipped your turn, buddy. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Good thing you, you should have good said thing that. You there goes all down. my good rolls. Although, if I rolled a natural 20 inside of him, yeah. that's how babies are born. Yeah. So, Linda disappears into the darkness sphere. Um, you, uh, It's your turn. First thing I want to do free action. I, I'm hoping it's free action. I'm going to yell over to Amari. Hey! Hey, uh, Scott got swallowed. He needs help down there. I can't. They closed the door. I can't see. I mean, I'm going to go knock and see if they open the door. But. <laughs> I killed the, the, the governor. Oh. He's down there. Um, the fat one took Linda Miller. Oh, uh, the fat one also swallowed Scarf, so I guess we got to kill the fat one. All right. All right. I'll go after the fat one. All right. Um, I'm going to climb down. Can I jump down without taking damage? Yeah, you can jump down. I said it's about eight feet. So, yeah, I'll let you. Uh, yeah, just you give me a quick athletics or acrobatics check. And yeah, just, I'll do just acrobatics. Hit a, just hit a 10 or so and we'll be okay. Yeah, 13. All right, cool. So, you you, uh, you land and roll and you're up on your feet. Uh, and then I'll go up to the door and just, oh, can I just open the door? Just Yeah, totally. You see Bullgrog standing at the base of the stairs. You see Linda Miller uh, uh, sprawled out on the floor. 
uh, about probably five feet in front of him, like on your direction, and you see Lord Mouth standing beside her with the rapier. Uh, and that's what you're looking at when you open up the door. Can I just go up and make two unarmed strikes? Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, you can totally, you can get to, um, you could get to any person in this room with your movement and make your strikes. I'm going to go up to Bullgrog because he already hit him. So you uh, you charge up to Bullgrog and uh, make me attack roll. Oh, yeah. 24? Yep, that definitely hits. All right. Eight damage. Is oh, up? yeah, that's it for Bullgrog. Yeah. So tell me what happens with Bullgrog. Yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to run up to him and Superman punch my the crossbow bolt further in. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he, yeah. And he regurgitates Scarf uh, onto yeah. the ground yes. as he dies. And now uh, he and Scarf are both uh, covered in blood and goo on the floor. And it's really disgusting. I, po- I poke Scarf. <sighs> I wonder if Bogrog did this or if it was just Old age. We'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> Lord uh, Lord Mouth is going to attack you with his rapier. Pro- I'm for- probably also about to go down. <laughs> for 15 to AC? That does not hit my AC. That does. It does? It does not. I'm small and fat. It does not. Oh, yeah. You. He slashes at you with your reflexes. You duck away. Oh, and and then his next attack is even worse. So you are able to duck away from the slashing rapier of Lord Mouth. Nice. All right. It is uh, Scarf. I need you to make me a death saving throw. Ooh. All bark, but no bite from Lord Mouth. Three. Seven. Oh, oh my no. God. Scarf, you have two uh, failures. Uh, one more, and that will be it. Amari, it is your turn. I'm going to go down the stairs. And how how much of my movement would that be? So you're going to use about half your movement to descend the stairs. So you should be about 10 to 15 feet left, which uh, would put you... So as you come to the bottom of the stairs, you are standing right uh, beside the dead body of um, Bullgrog, Wart pincher and the uh, sl- sl- slobber-covered body of Scarf, and you see Sphere and a Lord Mouth locked in mortal combat. Um, so you should be able to get to anyone that you wanted to get to. So, how f- far away is Scarf exactly? Ten, ten feet from you at the most. Okay. I'm just gonna cast Spare the Dying on him. Um, okay. I don't want to heal him. Just cast Spare the Dying. So, Scarf, you, uh, you're still unconscious, but you do become stable. Okay. You're alive. That's as best as I'll do. Sweet. Sphere, it's your turn. Me? Again? Yep. Oh, nice. Um, let's go after Mouth. Let's go after Lord Mouth. Okay. I'm gonna run up to him. Oh, yeah, that's going to be uh, 23. Uh, yeah, that hits. Don't roll damage on those boys. Dude. Uh, five damage. Yep. Unarmed strike. Ooh, not as good. 12. Um, that does not hit. That is not. All right, so that's that's all I got. You punch uh, Lord Mouth in the face. Yeah. All right, um, Lord Mouth is going to uh, to hit back. He's not. He's not messing around. He's going to uh, have a seventeen to AC. There, sphere. 
Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, that hits. And then eight points of damage from his rapier. I'm still standing better than I ever <laughs> did. But not, well, that's not true at all. I'm very close to dying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, he, um, he stabs you with his rapier and, um, and then he steps back and you see him dip down as if he's about to sing opera. And he uh, he opens up with this just guttural bull, uh, bully wug. Uh, almost, it's almost like a scream. Because... And Super it is so... Um, it's just the pitch and the tone and the way he does it. It just rattles inside your head. And I need um, I need Sphere and um, Amari and Linda Miller to all make wisdom saving throws. Ooh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Sixteen for me. Okay. I got a twenty-four. All right. So you guys are both going to take four points of psychic damage from this uh, strange. Bullywug scream from Lord Mouth. Sphere's down. So Sphere is so Sphere is down. Um, Amari, Lord Mouth points his rapier at you and starts to walk forward. And as he does, you see uh, this strange shape, this awkward angular shape rise up behind him. And in your mind, you hear... Table Rock is on the eastern rim of the Linville Gorge. Take him out, baby. And that's when these two insectoid limbs just spear through Lord Mouth's chest. (laughs) And he just disappears into this gaping, like, insanely open maw of Linda Miller. And she just, you kind of watch in in, um, admiration and horror as she debones this bullywug in the matter of seconds, and Lord Mouth disappears uh, into the feeding frenzy that is Linda Miller. You feel better? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I'm sorry for all the carnage that I caused. <laughs> it's no wonder they fear you so terribly. They taste so good. I imagine they do. However, um, we need to get you out of here. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's get out of here. And as she says that, she's, um, she's, uh, starting to nibble on, uh, Bullgrog Wartpincher's leg. Yes. I mean, you can take him with you. That's fine. (laughs) She's gonna, she's gonna, like, it's like a to-go box. She's like, oh. Don't forget about that jerky out back. I also, I also, you should try the dried out one that I did. He's outside. Table Rock is a mountain in the east rim of the Linville Gorge. The flavor, you know, when you dry things out, the flavor intensifies. So maybe you will like it a lot. So. Part of the Biscuit National Forest. Just don't go out there without supervision because people really hate you around here. John Give me one moment. (laughs) Yes, yes. 
and she um, she kind of drags uh, Bullgrog Warpincher uh, over into a into a dark corner, um, and she's okay. just gonna wait for you. So, I have just enough to cast cure wounds on both of these fuckers, and since I am a grave cleric, I you just both get ten. Nice. Oh, very nice. I definitely, I definitely rolled one death saving throw in the background, and it, it wasn't going great. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, yes. All right. Um, uh, I think scarf, scarf pops up with a. Oh, where are my dom jeans? Your what? <laughs> what were you dreaming about oh, over there? Sorry, it was from a book that I read. The. The door to the uh, temple starts to open. Amari's gonna quickly go stand in front of Linda Miller to hide her. <laughs> the Honorable Matthias Flytongue peeks into the room and goes and sees you and says, Is it over? Yes. It's over. It's done. Did you not see him outside? I did not. I, hold on. Holy crap! You, wow! Linda, don't kill him. That's de- this is great because it's definitely him, and he's definitely dead. Mm-hmm. And as Matthias walks in, he looks around and he sees the bodies of um of the Burp Squad. Ah, you got rid of his muscle too. This is well, great. We kind of had to. Well. A deal is a deal. I'll take credit for killing the burp squad and the governor. And that's when he sees Linda Miller and goes, Holy God! Table Rock! Calm your shit! Look at me! Look at me! Calm your shit! You're a grown-ass bullywog. You are no tadpole. Ask Bullywug. Bullywug, listen. Okay. She was made this way against her will. Okay. She is going to help us get out. We helped you get rid of your stupid little leader. Yes. You're going to help us fight the things that made her this way. She's going to help us get out. Everybody wins, all right? And then we'll take her with us so you don't have to deal with her anymore. And she will never come back. I will try my best to make sure she finds something tastier than you lot. And you can take credit for that, too. And you can take credit for that, too. Did you see her resume on the wall coming out here? She ate a retirement community. Linda, how could you? See, Linda, Linda kind of shrugs and... Um, and, and she seems embarrassed to have been eating um, Balgrog, and now she's trying to hide him behind her. Uh, Ma- Matthias, fly time. Yeah. I think we're going to bounce, but uh, when we... How can we call on you to get help when we need it? Um, I will go and uh, talk to the community and let them know that Linda Miller is gone. And that uh, millionaire is no longer in control, and that we will go back to our old ways. And I think that that will be well, well heard. Uh, who? Ah, who? I have. 
I do have a way. It is, it is, uh, it is untested, but I do have a way. Wait, wait here. And, um, and Matthias, uh, disappears out into the, uh, into the forest and, uh, the splendid forest. And he seems to be gone for, uh, quite some time. When Matthias returns, he has an orb. It's like the size of a softball. Um, and, but when you feel it, it's soft. And he hands it to Amari and he says, This is a bullywug tadpole. If you put this into a lake or a river or a stream, it will hatch. And I will know that it's hatched. And that will be the signal. And we will come to where you are. And he gives you this uh, special bullywug tadpole. Oh, that's that's cool. kind of like a leather, uh, soft leather uh, pouch is what it feels like. I want to grab, while I'm thinking about it, I want to grab both High Priest Grognoggin's toga and yep. Lord Mouth's tricorn hat. <laughs> okay. And stash yep. them in my bag. All right. No, I'm gonna wear the hat. All right, you you now have a tricorn uh, a tricorn hat, and uh, and a filthy toga in your bag. I appreciate you upholding this part of your bargain. Right, indeed. Shall we go look in the vault? Let us go get some yes. sexy treasure. Yes. <laughs> Let's get some sexy treasure, and that's where we're gonna stop oh. for this time. Yay! Hey everyone, Dustin Bay's here. Thanks for listening to today's show. We really appreciate you guys coming out and listening. Um, we're having so much fun making this. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the quality of our episodes are getting better as we're getting more tools and gadgets and people are starting to listen more. Hey, if, if you're one of our listeners and you want to publicly tell us how good of a job you think we're doing, please, please do. We love that. It really... I can't tell you how excited we get when someone sends us a piece of feedback. And if you want to do that online, you can do so on our Facebook and Twitter, in our Instagram, at BragPod, that's B-R-A-G-P-O-D, or by searching Blue Ridge Adventures Guild. And if you want to give us some private feedback, um, rate and review the show. That's also public, but I, I was trying to make the dichotomy work. Um, but please rate and review. Tell your friends about it that play D&D or tabletop role-playing games. It really helps us grow, and, and we're starting to get some of that growth, in it, and it's very, very exciting. Can't tell you guys how appreciative we are that you're listening to the show. Next episode's coming out in two weeks. That's going to be February 8th, and we're going to be moving away from our horde party finally after our little holiday break. So get into a new party. So very excited for that, and we'll be seeing you then. Thanks. Bye.